In today's economic storm, people's retirement accounts are being devastated. Consumers are searching for a safe place to put their money. Are you feeling the same? If you are, please get ready to listen and learn about a new concept that will give you financial security and peace of mind. Now, here is the host of Become the Banker, certified financial planner and award-winning author, Joseph Quijano. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I am Joseph Quijano, certified financial planner, and I'm joined by my son, Jordan Quijano, a financial advisor as well. We want to welcome you to the show. This is an exciting topic, and it's very close to my heart, because I really believe in the quote of the great Napoleon Hill, and I'm going to quote him. He said, this is from the early 1900s, ladies and gentlemen, he said, whatever the mind can believe and conceive, it can achieve. Think about it. Say, repeat it with me again. Whatever the mind can believe and conceive, it can achieve. Now, there's a couple of things you've got to take away from that quote. Number one is that belief is very important. So when he said, whatever the mind, whatever, whatever that is, whatever the mind can believe, that means that you have to really believe it, that is going to happen. And conceive, that means that you're going to make it real, appear real in your own mind. It will achieve. It can achieve. So, the topic that we've been talking about is the mindset that we need to have about creating wealth. Wealth. And wealth doesn't need to be complicated. So if you really want to be rich, if you really want to be financially successful, you have to believe it. Number one, you have to really, truly believe it. And really believe it firmly and make it real in your mind. And you see that the mind will automatically create what you're thinking and what you're believing and what you're seeing. So this is what I have learned over, over my last 45 years in doing financial planning. Think about that, 45 years. So I think I have seen it almost all. I mean, I have seen people that created wealth out of nothing, and I have seen people with all the potential in the world, all the potential in the world, not being able to create any financial success. And I truly believe that the answer lies in that quote. Because whatever you believe and conceive, it will come to pass. So what are you believing? What are you believing at this point? And my son has a great uh, quote himself. And Jordan, you want to share your quote with a group, please? Yeah, I think we, uh, we've, we've mentioned it before in past shows, so it should be familiar to you guys. But it's a, a quote that resonates with, I think, not only myself through my career, but a lot of our clients, because I like to bring it up to them when we have, whether it's a webinar or, or a one-on-one -on -one meeting with them. And it's from an economist, and the quote goes, rich people think like rich people and poor people think like poor people. And I think a lot of that has to deal with, again, your mindset of money, of how you want to achieve success. So rich people think like rich people. Poor people think like poor people. This is something that 
you need to be able to look at that in your head and think to yourself, am I really achieving the greatness in life that I want to? Am I thinking like the rich have thought in the past? I mean, this isn't to do with your upbringing in life. This is more so to do with your mindset, just like my father's talking about, on how you perceive your your knowledge on wealth and really how you perceive your future uh, on financial uh, stability. So, so if this is something that is hitting home for you while you're listening to this, just sit back, take some notes here, because the whole idea is for us to help open your mind, open your mindset to think like a rich person, to have the ability and the tools to, to, to be able to get ahead like a rich person. And that way, hopefully, we're able to, to achieve some financial greatness and look back at a day like this and say, I remember that day where my mindset was different, and this is where it changed. That is so true. That, that is absolutely so true. And, you know, I like to ask the group who's listening at this point, have, have you ever met somebody that came from nothing and achieved greatness, financial security, financial success. I have met many people like that in my lifetime where they came from nothing. You know, there's a book, you know, called From Rags to Riches. People that came from nothing have achieved great levels of success. And the bottom line, the bottom line is actually the way they think. They think differently. Just like my son was saying, rich people have a different way of thinking about money than poor people. You know, here in Colorado, I mean, it just, I get beside myself when, I, when, when I'm driving and I see people that are begging for money. Now think about this. I don't know if in Canada or, or, in, or any other place there's you know, people that are begging for money. And, uh, but I know that we have them here in Colorado. And it hurts me because a lot of those people are young, able people that should be able to think differently about themselves, to think differently about their circumstances, and get ahead financially in a much better way. I believe, and I believe me when I say this, I mean, I drive the, I drive the same route every single day when I go to work and come home. And I see the same people in the corner, in the street, the same people that probably stay there for eight to ten hours a day. Think about that. Eight to ten hours a day. I mean, that's almost like a full-time job. I mean, if they were to put their mindset into achieving real financial success, real financial security, they could use the same time, eight to ten hours, and do something wonderful with their lives. But you see, something is blocking their line of thinking. They cannot see in their mindset themselves achieving financial success. So, but I mean, to me, I think it's a eight to ten hours in the sun, in the wind, in the rain. That's pretty hard work. You could do eight to ten hours in construction, 
and probably make more money and start getting ahead financially. But it just surprises me. It's, it's the way that people think about money. Don't you agree, Jordan? Absolutely. No, you're, you're hitting it right on the head. Absolutely. I could have said it better. Now, could you share the actual statistics that we've talked about in the past with, with our viewers, not with our viewers, but with our listeners here today, uh, you know, that Social Security has provided us? Because I think that hits home with what we're talking about right now. Oh, absolutely. You know, Jordan, thank you for, thank you for bringing that up. I mean, here uh, in the United States, the Social Security Administration, I mean, they follow people. I mean, they're they're like our big brothers. Okay, they follow people. So they know when somebody's born because people have to get a Social Security card upon birth. They know when you go to work because you have to start contributing to Social Security. They know when you retire because you're going to be collecting Social Security. And they know, they will know when you pass away because they have to pay you a measly $250 to bury you. Isn't that something? So they follow us from birth till death. So they know, they know with certainty how many people will succeed and how many people fail financially. And the thing that amazed me is that back in 1974, when I first began my career as a financial planner, my manager at that point told me to go to the Social Security website and look for those statistics. And this is exactly what I found. This is in 1974, ladies and gentlemen, 1974. The statistics show that out of 100 people, of all the people, let's let's put it then, and get another another perspective, of all the people that were born in the same year that you were born, it doesn't matter, all the people, I'm talking about every single person that was born in the same year that you were born, the statistics show that only 1%, 1% of all those people that were born with you will become financially, I'm talking financially, real successful. I'm talking about billionaires, okay? Only 1% will make it to that level. Now, 4%, only 4% become financially independent. And that means that you're not a millionaire, but you have different sources of income to support your lifestyle upon retirement, that you don't have to work after you retire. Only 4%. Think about that. 1% will make it all the way to the top. Only 4% will be able to retire with enough money to to sustain their lifestyle and not have to go to work. But listen to this. 18% must continue to work past the age of 65. And that, see, they're working not because they love to work. They work. They go to work because they need to go to work. They have to go to work. Here in Colorado, I go shopping at Costco, you know, Walmart, Target. And you know what? People that greet you at the door are senior citizens. Not because they want to go to work 
but because they need to, they have to go to work. They are the greeters. Now, the next statistic, 37%, will be dead, disabled, or needing long-term care. That's a huge number. 37% will either be dead, disabled, or needing long-term care. And the remaining 40%, the remaining 40% will have to rely on relatives, friends, the government, or charity for their support. That's now, those shocking were, those num- That is shocking. You know, Jordan, and, and that to me, those, those, those are numbers that I found in 1974. And just for kicks, a year ago, I went to the website, and nothing has changed. That's the scary part. I'm talking about from 1974 to 2020, nothing has changed. That same figures remain. So that means... Right. That means that only 5%, Jordan, 5% of all the people that were born the same year that we were born will become financially successful. The other 95% will fail financially. Not because they plan to fail. This is the key, ladies and gentlemen. Not because they plan to fail. They, they, They just fail to plan. And that's because they have a poor mindset about money. They don't think positively about money. So 95% of people will will not make it. They'll either be dead or dead broke. Isn't right. That something? And that's, that is. And that's something that we see all the time, you know, that when people come into our office, and we've mentioned this Again, before on the shows, we see quite a bit of people throughout the year. And so we have a pretty good gauge on the temperature of what's going on in the economy at all times and really what people are feeling out there at the at the current you know, economy, at the current situation. So it's amazing to me how many people this is and this falls true with your statistics that you're talking about right there from Social Security, how many people show up with not much in a 401k or not even anything in retirement. Maybe some debt that's been built up. Very little in savings, but yet they're going to get a tax return or a bonus next month and they've already planned their vacation. Isn't that shocking to you <laughs> that this is, you know, that, uh, they've already planned their next destination of where to spend the money, but they can't. You know, they haven't thought about, uh, you know, vac- you know, really their retirement vacation or the or their future vacations once they're actually done working. So, this is so important. This is so crucial that it's time for you guys to be able to take this knowledge, put it in place, think like a rich person, and become part of that top five percent in your birth year, so that you or not the other 95% that, like my father said, is dead broke or relying on the system. It's time that we have to take control of our own finances. So we're going to be going to a break here. Uh, we'll jump right back to what we're talking about. This is Jordan Quijano and Joseph Quijano with Become the Baker, and we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. 
If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker radio show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Become the Banker Radio Show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask to comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. I'm Joseph Quijano, Certified Financial Planner, and my son, Jordan Quijano, a financial advisor. Yes, and uh, Jordan's here, too. Just wanted to bring you guys back into the show here. And just make Adventure. sure that... You know, Anyway, uh, we were talking about the statistics, the statistics from the Social Security Administration. And to me, they, re they totally reveal the way people think about money. Uh, you know, it just amazes me. I mean, you know, we have a, a comment on the chat room that, um, that basically stated that it blows my mind. You know what? Yes, it absolutely blows people people's mind to uh, to to know that only five percent five percent think about that of all the people born when you were born will make it financially. And you know what? I think people know that already here in, here in the United States. You know as they call themselves the 95 percenters, and there's even T-shirts being made because they know that the majority of people fail financially. It's amazing. So they want to have more government handouts, basically, not actually, not actually building a true financial future for, their, for themselves. Don't you think, Jordan? Yes, yes, I can. I think that's just so true. 
And I think looking at what we left the show with right before the break there was just astonishing statistics talking about the 5% that are going to make it financially independent through your birth year. You know, if, if you look back at, you know, the, the Occupy Wall Street, which happened probably about five years ago now, if you remember, everybody was saying, you know, that they were sick of being part of the 1%, the 1%. Do you you got to ask yourself, where did that statistic come from that everybody was saying the 1%? Well, doesn't that sound familiar with what we're talking about? That there is only 1% of people that are absolutely just wealthy. We're talking about multi-multi-millionaires. And that is part of the statistic of that makes up that 5%. So the 1% will make it off very, very well. The other five, 4% are people that just can survive financially independent on their own. And this is why it's so crucial for us to be able to plan for you guys to have a successful retirement and a successful lifestyle that you're able to enjoy what we call the golden years. Enjoy the years that you've worked so hard to uh, to obtain, to get to those moments. So it's just, it's just, it's just shocking to me. Now, another piece to that, that lesson, and I think this is very important to put towards your your financial goals and financial dreams, is to look at an imaginary lifeline in your head. And I want you to, you know, feel free to chime in with this too, Joseph, while, while I'm going through this. But on this imaginary lifeline, okay, you guys can go ahead and draw it out in front of you. Just draw a straight line at the left side of the line at the very beginning. I want you to start with a number zero. Just put zero on the far left. All the way on the far right, at the very end of it, I want you to put 100. And in between those two numbers, there's going to be two more lines. Basically, I would say about a third of the way from the zero. So starting back at the left side, go over to the right, and zero, and then put about a third of the way on the line, put 18. What this is going to refer to is, this is your lifeline here. From zero to 18, to age 18, this is what economists call the learning years. Learning. This is where we learn, where we go to school, where we learn, you know, not only how to tie our shoes when we're very young, but all the way to, you know, mathematics, to reading, to education, just to learning, and it could go to 22 as well, you know, but this is just, you know, to give you a, a good line here, let's just put it to 18 or 22, whatever refers to you. Now, the next line from the 18, go about halfway in between 100 and 18, there should be another line that you put, and put 65, or maybe even 68. What this is going to refer to is your retirement age. This is the year that most people retire. And you could put 65, but realistically nowadays, retirement's getting closer to maybe 68, 69, or even as high as 72 for a lot of people. So you should have another section that you have from 18 to 65 
And this is what we consider NS Wells economists call the earning years. This is where you earn as much money as you possibly can. This is the highest potential. Your goal is to obviously increase your paycheck every single year you can to make sure that the line's consistently going up with your income. So we'll call this the earning years. So, so far we've got the learning years from zero to 18 or 22. We got the earning years from 18 to 65. And 65 to 100, this is what I talk about as the golden years. This is the retirement years. This is what you plan for to to enjoy your your future with your loved ones, with your grandchildren, with your family. But for a lot of people, this is what we call the yearning years with a Y, yearning, because you wish you had more or or you wish you put away more money to enjoy life. So we have where we go through life, where we learn, we earn, try to make as much money as we possibly can. And then for a lot of people, they yearn because they wish they had kept, kept more money through those years. It's is really a, a, a real lifeline that that is going on in today's economy. And I want you to look at this line and really participate. Because the next part of this is what's very important here. I want you to that look right. at look at that line here and make an X on the line where you started to go to work full time for the very first time. So just imagine, obviously, through 18 through 65, you know, if you started at 25 or 23 years old or even 18 years old, just put a check on the line there or an X. So let's just say, as an example here for us, let's say at age 22 is when you went to go full-time work. So put a little X there on the line. And you got to be real with yourself. Be real with yourself here. You got to be able to put how much income your average starting pay was. Well, and, and, and even to fluff it a little bit more, right? Let's let's say from when you started working full full time from 22 to where you are now. Let's just say you're 40 years old. Put another X on the line there. So you should have two X's. One when you first time were working full time, and the other X was where you are currently today. Now, for just today's demonstration. I want you to imagine what is your average income that you've made through those years. You know, you probably started out relatively lower when you were 22, and it's probably gotten higher to where you are now where you're 40. So let's just say as an average that maybe you're making $50,000 a year. Maybe you started out at 30000 and now you're over at about sixty or seventy now. So let's just say... Uh, as an average, let's say you're making $50,000 over those years. So what I want you to do is write the number 50,000 down. From 80, or from 22, sorry, from when you first started working, from 22 all the way to where you are now, which I'm saying is 40 years old as an example here, how many years is that? In this example, it's 18 years. 18 years of working so far. And like I said, if there was an average income 
of about $50,000, I want you to multiply how many years you've worked times that average income. So in this case, 18 years times $50,000 a year, that's $900,000, just, just short of a million dollars that has passed through your hands. And your number might be larger or smaller because it depends on your figures. But if your numbers are similar to what I'm talking about here, that means that almost a million dollars has gone right through your hands. How much do you have set aside in savings out of that million dollars? That's the real question. That's the honest, almost harsh truth that you have to face with yourself. Are you happy with how much you put aside from that million dollars that's gone through your hands? For most people, that's absolutely no. And that's unfortunate. But what's going to happen is now from where you're working, from your age right now, which is 40 years old in this example, and let's just say to 65, which is the full retirement, this is where I want you to say, how much are you making today? If you're making, let's just say, 70000 a year, and from 40 to 65, that's 25 more years, that's going to be another, let's see, it's going to be another one point, almost $2 billion, $1.75 billion that's going to go through your hands going forward. And this is what's important for you to, to look back at. Do you want to follow the same pattern? of how much money you lost in the past out of that million? Or would you like to change what's going to come forward? We can't do anything with the past money. It's water under the bridge. All we can do now is look forward at the $1.75 million or whatever your number is of what you're going to make every year going forward and make sure that we set some aside for retirement. That's what we call the economic facts of life, ladies and gentlemen. So we're on here to our second break. But think of that equation, put yourself in that lifeline, and let's save as much money as you possibly can out of what you have going forward. I'm Jordan Quijano, and with Joseph Quijano here with Become the Banker, and we'll be back with you here shortly. Thank you. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker radio show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Investments hit all-time lows, except for Become the Banker. Do you know how much money was lost in those accounts? Not one penny. Become the Banker is a safe, guaranteed return of 4% plus a 1% dividend. In a nutshell, you overfund life insurance on purpose to build a tax-sheltered cash account for retirement and for loaning to yourself along the way and not losing to the stock market. BecomeTheBanker.org. You owe it to yourself to go to the next seminar. BecomeTheBanker.org. Who's laughing now? This is Become the Banker Radio Show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736. 
or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask to comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Welcome back. I'm Joseph Quijano, Certified Financial Planner with my son, Jordan Quijano, Financial Advisor. And what a great job, Jordan, you did explaining that. We're getting some wonderful comments on the chat room saying that it is a harsh reality for many. And that's, that's so true. It's really a harsh reality for many, many, many people. And this is people that we have known, we have actually met with. And... People are saying it's sobering. I mean, totally sobering. And it's a, really a great exercise. And I think we all be doing this. You know, and I think the line, the, uh, the lifeline that my son was really explaining to you, that is reality. We learn. We earn money. And then we wish we, we would have kept it. Think about that. See, when, when my son was explaining to you that when you went to work full time, be uh, 22 or 18 or whatever the age may be, you started earning a little bit of money, not a lot. We all start low, but it is our goal, it's our objective that as we continue to work, that our income is going to go up, right? Our income should go up. But then what happens when you turn 65? Maybe the company that hires you needs a younger person, and you see it all the time here in the United States. It's what they call age discrimination. And, or it could be maybe your own body demands to quit working at that age. So if you haven't put aside any money for those golden years, you're going to have a pretty sad retirement, right? And like I said, 95% of the people fail to put away money. I mean, I was just looking at some statistics last week, and the average savings, we call it here in the United States, 401ks, retirement plan. The average 401k retirement plan for a baby boomer, this is people that are retiring like 10,000 a day, okay, here in the United States. It's, it's, it's the biggest population, baby boomers, okay? They have only $137,000 to retire with. What kind of lifestyle are they going to have? In addition to that, they'll have Social Security. But Social Security was not intended to be a retirement plan. It was intended to be a supplement towards any retirement. So what happens is this. I mean, the exercise that my son actually went through with you by taking, taking account of the money that you have made so far in your life and asking yourselves the question, am I really happy with the amount of money that, have, that I have put aside on savings? The example that he gave you was supposed a million dollars passed through your hands. What percentage of have you kept? 99% of the people that we meet with, they always say, no, we're not happy. So what happens? Think about that. You, you, your goal is to make money when you, when you went to work at age 22. So your income will increase. Maybe you start at 30000 a year. 
then it went to 50, then it went to 70, then to 100,000, then maybe even 200,000, right? Your, your income increases as you keep on working. But then when you hit 65, of course, it's not a decline. But, but there's, a, there's a gap in time right there from when you went to work and you turn 65. What happens? You begin with good intentions. Everybody has good intentions, ladies and gentlemen. So you begin a savings account at the local bank. And your savings will grow. Will grow. Will grow. And then all of a sudden, you want to buy a car. What happens? Your savings will go down. Then you begin saving again. And you save, and you save, and you save. And then all of a sudden, you meet the girl, the boy of your, of your dreams, the dating, the engagement, the wedding. The savings will go down. And a lot of people make a joke of it, and it will never go up again. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't agree with that, but I mean, it, sometimes it happens, right? <clears throat> so what happens? After you're married, husband and wife begin to work together, dual-income family, and you begin to save, save, and save. And then what happens? The baby comes along. Savings will go down. Then what happens? You, you want to buy a home. Savings will go down. Another car. Savings will go down. Another child. Savings will go down. Daycare. I can give you a thousand examples of what happens in real life. But your, but your savings will never keep pace with your growing income. This is what economists here in the United States call break American roller coaster. It's like a roller coaster. So by the time you hit retirement age, I don't care what it is, 65, 72, whatever, when you want to call it quits, you are going to have a lot of pleasant memories, trips that you've taken, some secondhand goods, but you're going to be stone broke. So my advice to you will be to start by setting realistic goals as to how much money you want to save. How much money you want to pay yourselves first. See, that has been the rule of the wealthy for centuries. People that have achieved tremendous wealth, they, have, they always pay themselves first. What happens to all of us right now? We go to work. We make good money. We put this in a checking account. And every month, what do we do? We pay everybody else first, right? And we forget to pay who? Us. So this is what I call economic slavery. We're going backwards. And I want to tell you a real brief story here before we go on to uh, another break here shortly. But, I mean, I'm going to tell you the story that, um, you know, we've been meeting people since I, I, I would say the last 20 years face-to-face, doing their financial planning. And my son and I have met husband and wife teams. Uh, like I, one that comes to mind is a doctors. They're both doctors. Husband is a doctor. Wife is a doctor, right? They make a ton of money. 
I'm telling, my, I'm telling you, they make about $500,000 a piece a year. And when they came to our, to our office and I went through their financials, I said, how much money do you have, do you, do you have on savings or retirement plans? And they both looked at each other. They kind of smiled and they laughed. They said, zero, nothing. I said, yeah, are you kidding me? A million dollars a year? Where does, it, where, where does the money go? You know what their answer This is doctors, okay? You know what their answer was? It evaporates. Evaporates? How could you evaporate a million dollars a year? I said, well, you know, you know, we have to pay car payments, the house payment. We gotta, we go out to eat and we go out to bars. We go, I mean, it evaporates. Think about that. Think about that. Professional people. And then about, I think it was like maybe five years ago, one lady came to our seminar and she wanted to make an appointment with me. And uh, her name is Maricela. She came from Mexico, like I did. And when I went through her financials, I found that she had over $75,000 in a savings account. Think about that for a moment. Doctors that make a million have zero. This lady don't have that, that much education. Has $75,000 in, in a liquid savings account. And I said, wow, how did you actually save that much money? What, what do you do for a living? You know what she said to me? I clean homes. I'm a house cleaner. I immediately thought, you must own a company with employees. No, no. It says, I clean homes by myself. I clean homes every single day. And I said, wow, how did you accumulate this amount of money? He says, well, many years ago, I, I told myself, every Friday, whatever I make on every Friday, see, I get paid daily when I clean homes. When I go to work on Friday and I get paid, many years ago I decided that that money was going to be mine. That was gonna put my, that's going to be my savings. So I begin to put whatever I made on a Friday on a savings account. Was that brilliant? I said, was that hard to do, Maricela? She said, it was very hard to do at the very beginning. But now, it's a habit. It's a mindset. It's automatic. Think about that. This is a lady with no education at all. She was able to outdo doctors, husband and wife, that makes a million dollars, and she had more money, more liquid money in a savings account. Wow. What do you think? Just What do you think? Shocking. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, we get it's, it's so true. right now. There's oh, this is brilliant. Yeah, she was brilliant. Absolutely she was brilliant. And you know, people like that is what it's what I call is a mindset. That's the topic of the show that we're doing at this point with you. It's a mindset. Whatever the mind can believe and conceive, it will and can achieve. This lady 
put all her faith or, or, her, or all of her belief into paying herself first every Friday. So we're going to continue talking about this. This is an exciting topic to me because, I mean, I, I, I'm an example of that. I never had anything, in, I mean, at the very beginning of my life. And um, I came actually from rags to, to, to riches. So I know what it takes to get ahead financially. I know what it takes to create money. And it all begins with your mindset, the way you think about money. So I'm going to welcome you to our next break. And uh, we'll be back shortly. And we're going to share with you a couple of more you know, strategies on how to get the proper mindset about money. So enjoy the break. And we'll talk to you shortly. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker Radio Show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Hello, I'm consumer advocate Tom Martino. For years, I've been telling you about a safe, secure investment that you can do for as little as $200 a month. Earnings grow tax-free. And better than that, during this recent stock market crash, they did not lose a penny. Even though investments hit all-time lows, those involved in Become the Banker are still earning their guaranteed return of 4% tax-free plus a 1% dividend. Isn't it time you at least investigate and possibly become the banker yourself? In a nutshell, you overfund life insurance on purpose to build tax-sheltered cash for retirement and for loaning to yourself for life's needs and pleasure, college, credit card debt, a mortgage. They can all be paid when you become the banker. Do yourself a favor. At least find out more. BecomeTheBanker.org For the next webinar, that's BecomeTheBanker.org And for a video review, BecomeTheBanker.info It's time to take action and stop your losses. BecomeTheBanker.org This is Become the Banker Radio Show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask to comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Joseph Quijano, Certified Financial Planner with my son, Jordan, and uh, he's a financial advisor, fully qualified to answer your questions. And, you know, right before I, uh, right before I turn over the, uh, the mic to my son here, Jordan, I just want to, you know, re read you a couple of comments that we're getting in the chat room. You know, one of them that really I think is right on target, this should be taught in schools to children at a young age. Mind yourselves and how you want to achieve social security. It all begins with that. And I want to just share 
one story that I. So, and with what my father is saying there, you know, this absolutely should be taught in schools because this is something that we learn at a too late of a stage in life, I think. You know, I think it's something that we we try see, to, to figure out on our own and we find that conventional wisdom is what ends up taking our knowledge uh, for our financial future. And what I mean by that is we try to learn on our own as far as how to save. So what do we do? We go to the banks. And how do we know which bank to go with? How do we know what savings account to go with? Well, you're going to have to go you know, with whichever bank's going to give you the high interest rate. Is that the right way to think? Typically not. That's not the best way. But that's, again, conventional wisdom that, unfortunately, is our, our teacher since we don't have the financial education elsewhere. Or a lot of people end up looking at what their family has done, what their parents have done in the past. And that might not always be what works. Sometimes we're fortunate enough to take some snippets of what our parents have learned and absolutely apply it to our lives. And I might have an exception of the case because obviously my father is a financial advisor, so I could definitely take his guide, guidance on how to build money. But for anybody who doesn't have a parent that is in the financial arena, and if we're just going off of what their parents taught them and what their parents have taught their parents, that's not the best method on getting ahead because don't you think that your parents' economy and even your grandparents' economy is far different than your economy in today's world? Absolutely. It's night and day difference. So so whatever they were doing in the past doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you in today's present. So you can't just always take your family's guidance. And the third one I always see a lot of times, and this one kind of makes me chuckle, but I think this is called the water cooler effect. And what that means is a lot of times when you're working for a company, you know, you have to figure out your, your employment uh, contributions for your 401k. You've got to figure out your allocations. And a lot of people who don't know, uh, you know, where to park the money and, and who to, what, what's going to grow you the most and what's risky versus not risky. I mean, they really, it's unfortunate that companies and, and I would even say the government puts the pressure on you as an individual to make sure that your retirement's set up. You know, they really took away the good old day pensions from the past where if you worked for a company for X amount of years, they guarantee you an income for the rest of your life. Well, nowadays, that's been replaced with the 401ks. So for many people, you're forced on your own discipline to put the money aside. And if you're lucky, some companies will match you. Some might not even match you. So it's all based off of what you put aside. And on the other side of it, you have to choose the right investment. You have to choose the right, not only product, but just the right place to park the money. So what do people do usually when they're working out at an employer and they don't know, you know, what's the right investment? What's the, what's the right place to put the money to grow it? So what do they do? They go to the water cooler, grab some water, and who's sitting there? Maybe John or, or Bill or Bob or whoever. And you say, you know what, Bob, you know, what did you put on your 401k allocation? And they copy what somebody else did. That is what's called the water cooler effect. Think about that for a second. I mean, and, and it's not like there's wrong in, in seeking advice. 
but you're putting your financial future on just uh, what somebody else's recommendation is because they might not even they might not know what they're doing. So so it's something that I always get a chuckle at because that is important to stop little steps like that in life that could really hurt your financial future. And this all goes back to our beginning statement of the show, which is the mindset of money is what's going to set up your future. And the other statement, the quote, rich people think like rich people, poor people think like poor people. We All we are trying to do with this show, if you guys listeners haven't caught on by now, is just to try to help your mindset about money grow. We want you to be encouraged to, to make the right money, or I should say smart money moves in your life so that you're getting ahead financially and you're building your retirement in a comfortable way because you're actually getting sound advice from people you could trust with us. We're giving you knowledge to implement your life. And if you love what you're hearing, take it to the next step and sign up for a free consultation with us or even sign up for our free webinars that we hold. And that way you can learn the next step on how you can be able to grow your financial wealth. It's that simple. So we're coming to the end of this week's show. We're looking forward to, to next week's show, which really we're going to kind of continue on the mindset of money to close it out uh, for next week. We're really enjoying this topic. But until then, I want you guys to ask yourself, you know, what can you do better in your financial life right now, again, to think like a rich person? What could you do better to put money aside? Not like the doctors, but like Marty Sala, the house cleaner. Put some money aside every week. Put the discipline. And build your retirement future, unlike the family that plans their vacation for next month instead of their retirement in the future. I'm Jordan Quijano with Joseph Quijano of Become the Banker on Inspired Choices Network. And we look forward to seeing you next week with our next show. Thank you so much. Thank you for choosing to listen to Become the Banker radio show. Certified financial planner Joseph Quijano will return next Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Until then, remember, rich people think like rich people. Poor people think like poor people. <laughs>